You are now listening to Rodney's Report. College basketball is back. You know, we already talked about the NBA coming back. Uh, we're in full force through the NFL season. Uh, you know, once you hit around this Thanksgiving time, it's really just a great time to be alive. You got great basketball, great football, great food coming up for Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas is a month away. Um, and then New Year's, and then we start all over again. But, you know, right now it's like the peak of sports entertainment. Like, if you're, you know, a fan of, you know, most sports fans are basketball, football fans. And so right now, this is, you know, this is your time to thrive as a fan with the NBA, you know, NFL, and in both college sports and college basketball and football. Um, so today, we're going to celebrate college basketball. Um, I think the last podcast or the podcast before, I mean, it's been so long since I've done a podcast. Um, but, you know, the past uh, podcast, um, I kind of talked more about the NBA um, and kind of looking at, you know, just like it's an overall preview of it, you know, and that's what I'm going to do today uh, for college basketball. I got a, another special guest, and you know, Rodney Reports residential college basketball es- expert, uh, so to speak. Uh, so yeah, we're just going to get right into the interview. But before I do, make sure you follow me on Twitter, at Rodney's Reports. Um, you know, tweet me. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know if you want to come on the show. Um, really, you know, the, the world is your oyster. You know, it's social media, so be social. And uh, just let me know what you think. So yeah, let's just get right into it. Folks, you know, I got a special guest, a very special guest, um, coming out. You know, I don't even know if you're from, you're from Atlanta or Memphis. Uh, either way, here with me, you know, 10 girls, you know, one rich. That's what they call him on Twitter. How, how you doing, Richard? What's going on, bro? Yeah, yeah. Um, the first guest of mine, um, really from Twitter, uh, you know, you know, I see, the, I see them fire tweets you let off, so, you know, I got to get those tweets, you know, onto the podcast. Okay, yeah, for sure. I got to. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so how are you feeling about basketball coming back around? Uh, I'm really excited about it coming back around, actually. So do you prefer NBA or college? Oh, right now I, kinda, I, I, I lean towards college basketball a lot more right now. Based on what? Like why? Uh, NBA, again, it's getting kind of watered down for me now. I, it's, not even, it's not exciting anymore. I mean, but people could, but can you say the same thing about college? Because everybody just, because uh, everybody's just, you know, one and done, and then they leave. Uh, yeah, but that, that's what keeps it exciting. You never know who's coming in, and if you're not big on recruiting like I am, you never know who's coming in. So every every year is is new beginnings. Yeah, I feel that for see, see, it's funny you say that because that's kind of the reason why I don't like college because it's so hard to keep up with the rosters. Hmm. Yeah. Like, see. Uh. I, I kind of like that. I like that the most, actually. Yeah, I don't see. Uh, I don't know. I can kind of see it on both sides because, like, every team is it's something new. You know what I'm saying? Like, like as a Spurs fan, for example, like I'm looking at the same team every year, basically. Like, this is the first year where it's kind of different because Duncan's not there no more. You know what I mean? But I like that consistency. Yeah. But I don't know. It is what it is. So, college-wise. 
who do you what teams are you looking at? You know, in terms of national title, I know it's my, early. My national title contenders right now. My first team would probably be Duke. Yeah, they um, definitely have the most hype, right? Yeah, they have most hype. Best coach, best talent. Oh, and are we that, saying Coach K is the best coach? Uh, yeah, to me he is. Why? Uh, just look at him. Look at it. Look at his. Uh, look at his resume. Yeah. Five titles. I think I, I I think you might be saying that because you don't like Coach Cal. Uh, I don't I don't like Duke either though. Like I don't like I don't like Calipari. I don't like I don't really necessarily like Coach K. I don't like Roy Williams. I don't like I don't like none of the big time schools. I don't I know you know I don't like Kansas. Yeah. So. Well, you know I went to Mizzou, so you know I don't like Kansas. Oh yeah, no, I, I like Mizzou though. I like Mizzou basketball actually. <laughs> Why? What's there? <laughs> I don't even know what there is to like from Mizzou basketball. Uh, when I was playing AAU, my uh, my boy was uh, committed to Missouri, but he ended up decommitting and committing in Arkansas. Okay, that's probably a smart move. Hold on, what was his name? Uh, Anton Beard. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I may, the name sounds relatively familiar. Um, I don't know. I've I've always been a Georgetown fan, uh, but then but they so they're just some chokers. Like after you know they choked against Steph Curry and they had that stacked team with Roy Hibbert and Jeff Green. Like I could I could never really mess with them the same. Uh, that that was a funny year, actually. That was a really funny year. Why you say that? Uh, cause I actually had Georgetown going to the final four. Well, yeah, they were so stacked. They had Roy Hibbert, and and granted, Roy Hibbert was like all like the same size he is now. He was that size in college. Like you should be dominating at that size. Yeah, and he. The thing about Roy Hibbert at at, at that time in college, he wasn't. He he's not skilled now. Like he like he's more skilled than when he, when he was in college. But he was really raw at Georgetown. Like he was just big. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like he was so big that I feel like, at the very least, like you should be getting ten rebounds a game. Like he wasn't even doing that. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of hard for. Uh, I ain't gonna say it's kind of hard, but at that size and the, the the pace of the game that the Big East played back then, that pace was 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 like Phoenix Sun basketball. So it would, and he couldn't keep up with that. He wasn't in shape. He wasn't. He wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Okay. I, I can kind of feel that. But going back to Duke, so are they going to have Harry Giles to start the season? Is that is that a do we know that yet? Uh, I don't think I don't think he's going to be ready. They haven't really announced it yet either, though. So I, I I don't think he's going to be there at the beginning of the year, though. True, but they do have Jason Tatum, and I was at Mizzou. So when they had the high school, because you know he's from St. Louis, obviously. Um. So when he had the the Missouri State championship uh they played it at mizzou arena so i got to see him play uh the semifinals and finals of the state championship you know his high school and the dude oh, yeah. and the dude is you know all of like six seven and he was running point yeah, he, he's a problem yeah the, he's so nice they got he got his own song <laughs> he's a he's a serious problem actually i i like him better than giles actually and, and giles is going to be nice but i like jason better but is it wasn't giles ranked ahead of him though uh, yeah, but most most people think that uh, most people say that uh, right now that Tatum is better just because of Harry Giles coming out the injury. They don't know how he's going to be. Yeah, that's true. I like I like Jason Tatum better when Harry Giles was healthy. When they was when they were sophomores and juniors, I like Jason Tatum better just because what you said alone. Like he he's versatile. He can run the one. Yeah, yeah, he was running the one, and it's crazy. And the, the crazy thing about Jason Tatum in high school was that it was him and another dude who I forget his name. Uh, but obviously Jason Tatum was committed to Duke, and this guy was committed to, or is committed to, I want to say Iowa, and I forget, yeah. and he's a, he's a big man, 
and it was literally them two and a bunch of just like regular dudes, and those and they literally just carried the whole team. Yeah, and they, and they took in the state. They yeah, they won the state literally just them two. It was crazy. Like Jason Tatum, every everything on the perimeter, that dude just stayed on the block, and it was literally just Kobe Shaq and like it was like Kobe Shaq, and then like Devin George was every other player. A bunch of regulars, a bunch yeah. of average old. Yeah, just a bunch of me's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so the thing with Duke, and the reason I think I like Duke is not even because they have you know the two big guys coming in in terms of high recruits. I like them because they have productive players coming back. Like, I really think Grayson Allen is going to be really good. Yeah, Grayson is going to be, Grayson is going to be awesome, actually. Yeah. And, and, so, and I mean to say, because I really don't like Duke. I mean, who I, does like Duke? Squares. It's honestly, it's a lot of people that, that are Duke fans, and, and I really don't know why. I, did, I mean, I don't know. I guess it, there's people looks like the root for teams that win, I guess. I mean, that's... That's okay, yes. I mean, I'm not really with that. I mean, I'm not with it either. I think they're a bunch of squares. But that's just me. That's a, they use it as a bandwagon, actually. Yeah, you know? basically. I mean, you, should, you a Lakers fan, you should know. <laughs> been a Lakers fan forever. <laughs> been, we've been awful the last three years. Yeah, that's true. We see the the real Lakers fans stuck around. The fake ones are Golden State fans now. They can stay over there for all I care. <laughs> nah, they coming back. Byron Scott's gone, Kobe's gone, so they about to be back. We we are here. Uh, <laughs> We are here, not coming back. We are here. No, I'm talking about all them fans that was Golden State fans for a little bit. They coming back. Uh, they can stay where they at. <laughs> they stay in Golden State. They can stay Doug Nation. So, in terms of college, um, who do you like more between Grayson Allen and Luke Kennard? Ooh. I got to go with Grayson. Grayson put it up. Grayson go off the bounce with it. Yeah. I'm not too sure how, how well Luke is off the bounce. It's just not off the bounce. Luke can't really use his right hand. Yeah, that's true. I feel like most left-handed guys can't use their right hand for whatever reason. I guess that's weird. Yeah, I, I've, I've thought that too, but that's not necessarily true for all left-handers. Yeah, I'm just saying, I feel I, like it's more common for left-handers to not use their offhand. Yeah, left-handers are, they're, they're tricky. and They're crafty. Yeah. They can, get, they can get shots off in difficult positions. So they won't necessarily think they need their right hand, so they won't work at it, work on it as much as a right a right-handed player using their left. That's true. They, they can, they're crafty. They can get shots on, shots around the bucket easier. No, that's true. See, my thing with Grayson Allen is one, he looks a lot like Ted Cruz, and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> and he does look like Ted. He really does look like Ted, and that's like not flattering. Like if I was Grayson Allen, I'd be pissed at anyone who said I looked like Ted Cruz, even if it is true. Especially as a Hooper too. Like, I just, <laughs> I really wouldn't. I really, I'm not liking that. No, but the thing is, the thing that makes it even more annoying is not only is he a Duke player that looks like Ted Cruz, like he's a Duke player that looks like Ted Cruz that's gonna give you buckets. Like how, like that's just so annoying. Yeah, Grayson a killer. No, I, like, I, like he's so tough. I love Grayson game. Now, one thing about Duke, and I know that we just mentioned that Jason Tatum can run point, and Grayson Grayson can run point too, but I feel like they don't have a true point guard. They haven't, and, and that's weird from a Coach K-led team. They haven't had a point guard in two years. Yeah, since Quinn Cook left, right? That, yes, that was their problem last year. Yeah, that's I felt I felt the exact same way, and I, and I was expecting them to get a, a good point guard in recruiting, and I don't really feel like they addressed that issue. See, this is what happened. The point guard last year, he was a, he was a freshman. He was, going, he was a pretty good point guard, actually, but coming out of high school. But he, was, he, was still, he came out of high school early, so he was still 17 years old. Okay. He ended up transferring. 
Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. See, I see. I didn't know that. Yeah, Derek, Derek Dart transferred to USC. So, oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they had Quinn Cook, and they just like I felt like while they they had Quinn Cook, he was starting for at least three years. I feel like his junior year or senior year, they should have had somebody waiting in the wings. Yeah, they should have, but that I don't think that I I don't think Coach K thought that Derek Thornton was going to be. I didn't think he was going to was going to come out that early because he came he came out of high school early, so yeah. he was only seventeen years old and. He can make that jump from a seventeen-year-old going to eighteen-year-old, not sixteen going to seventeen. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely see that. So, other than Duke, I feel like we, we've been talking about Duke way too long. So, how? So, do you have Kentucky? I mean, I feel like they're always a title contender. Always, always a title contender, and that pains me to say. Yeah, but like, and the thing, the weird thing is, like, I feel like Kentucky for the first time in a long time. Got out recruited by Duke. Like I don't feel like they had the best recruiting class. I mean, it was all—it's always going to be really good, but I feel like it's not the best. See, that's tough to say because once you got a player like Malik Monk on the wing, I don't think you can say you got out recruited when you get that guy. I mean, so are you saying you like Malik Monk more than Jason Tatum? Oh, uh, I'm biased because I—I kind of know Malik. So, oh come on, man. Uh, Malik, Malik, not 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 listening to this. You can tell us the truth. That's tough because Malik has something that Jason doesn't have. Which Malik is? is Malik is NBA athletic right now. Yeah, that's true. And he's younger than Jason. Malik is a freakish athlete. He might be the best athlete in the SEC. Yeah, well, yeah, but Jason Tatum got that size, and probably a better jumper. Jason Tatum got the size and the skill, and this one thing I love about Jason Tatum is smooth. Yeah, he is. He he. Yeah, he is. He kind of got that like, not to say he plays or is a direct comparison, but he kind of has that smoothness like like a Carmelo, especially like a Syracuse Carmelo. You know what he I mean? Does ask. He just like a, he he doesn't have the build that Melo had. Right. Like they're not they're not the same player at all, but like just in terms oh, of like no. having he's, that advanced skill at a young age. He's he's nowhere near that mellow at, at Syracuse, but he's like a couple notches under that. Yeah, like it's he's not it's not too far like, off. He's not gonna scare you away with his athleticism or anything else like that. But he when he gets going, it, it's tough to stop him. Yeah, yeah. So so we got Duke, we got Kentucky. Um, give me a team that I guess that you feel like maybe not be a title contender, but could make a deep run uh, that people may not be talking about. A team that can make a deep run that that nobody's talking about. Hmm. Maryland. Really? Yes. Okay. I mean, I I'm from, you know I'm I from Maryland, so I you know that's cool. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I I love Melo Trevor game. I thought he should have came out his freshman year, then he came back last year. He had a good start to the season. Had a couple of nagging injuries and then he tailed off. So coming into his junior year, I don't really think it's a question who the best point guard in the country is right now. True, but they they did lose some guys. Like they lost Diamond Stone, they lost Jake Lehman, and they they lost Robert Carter. Like yeah. So and and I'm not too familiar with Maryland's recruiting. Like did they? So you're saying they got enough recruits to replace all that? They had they had a decent recruiting. It wasn't like Duke 
or UK or anything like that. But they had a nice recruiting class. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I don't know. I feel like I didn't I wasn't Maryland wasn't really on my radar just because like they lost like, you know, three starters. They did. But Big Ten is down this year. Big Ten isn't that good anyways. So So what's the, what's the best conference then? What's the best conference? Yeah. Best conference is Big Twelve. Big twelve? Yeah. Who they got? Kansas? Kansas Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Uh, why, this this is another team to watch for. Kansas State will be back this year. I don't even um, know who's on Kansas State. Kansas State will be good this year. Okay. Uh, all right. We're writing that down. They got Kansas, Kansas State. This Iowa State's always going to be good. Baylor's always going to be good. Texas, Soccer Smart is the best young coach in basketball right now. I can see he, that. He's, got, he's, he's taking that team to new heights. I can definitely agree with that. Um, so, so you don't think the ACC is better? I thought the ACC was the best conference. ACC is the best. Con- ACC is also overrated to me, though. What do you mean? Like I, said, I, I don't like Duke, Carolina. Oh, okay. They're, they're inconsistent, really, in the tournament, and yeah. this is why they're inconsistent. The years that we, the years that they've been bounced early, they don't have to win in the tournament. You have to have a consistent point guard play, and they don't have that. Yeah, I felt like that's the number one reason why North Carolina lost. Last year? Yeah, into the into Villanova. Oh, I, that's that's not why they lost. It's, it's not. I felt like they didn't have anybody to give the ball to, to the post. See, this, this is this is this is what hurt me with North Carolina because I, I don't like North Carolina, but I love me some Marcus Page. When Robert Williams moved Marcus Page off the ball, that really hurt them. You think? They, that that hurt them a lot. It was times in games where uh, like uh, Barry was coming down just jacking threes. It was like get the ball to Marcus Page and get the ball to uh, uh, Bryce Johnson. And they didn't they didn't run a lot of pick and roll last year. They ran a lot of pick and pop because Bryce can shoot. They ran a lot of pick and pop. They do a couple lobs and they was in transition a lot. But far as on the perimeter, they kind of I don't want to say they they ice Marcus Page out, but. Marcus Page wasn't as big a factor on the offensive end as he was the three years before that. I feel that. But I do feel like Marcus Page is better off ball, like coming off them screens. Off the ball, you said? Yeah, I, feel, I mean, I, that's how I feel. I feel like he's more effective off the ball, but he probably was their best point guard, too. So so that is tough. But I said Marcus Page was their best passer. Marcus Page was their best shooter. And he gets to the free throw line. And, and college, that's why I get to that. Get to that line in college basketball is huge. Yeah, I feel like not. I feel like a lot of young players don't really have that down yet. They, they don't. Like, because this is this, and this is why uh, in college basketball you don't have two halves. Right. They don't quarters. So when their fouls get up there and they, they start going to the bonus and the double bonus, you gotta get to that free throw line. Start knocking down some free throws. Because mm-hmm. when that jumper not falling, you gotta get get your rhythm straight. Get some easy buckets. Then we get easy buckets. The three balls start start falling, and when Marcus Page keep going, I I don't really think it's a better player. Guy. Well, was a better player at that. But when Marcus Page got going, it was it was hell to stop him. True. Well, so you gonna say that Marcus Page at his best was better than anyone else's best last year? Um, no, I'm not gonna say that, but cause I, I've seen Marcus Page like get thirty and not even sweat. True. So like effortless basketball, like. It came really effortless to him. Like it, it was so easy to him to the to the point where he didn't sweat. 
and playing in ACC basketball—that's crazy. Yeah, that is that is crazy. You know, I'm here talking with two girls, one Rich from Twitter, my man's Richard. So, Rich, tell me the most overrated or one of the most overrated teams this year. Who who are you looking at? Who's who's all hype? Mm, who's all hype? I, mm. Uh, UCLA. UCLA? UCLA. Why you say yeah. that? UCLA, they had, uh, they, had a, they had a nice recruiting class, actually. But I think they're going to step on each other's feet. You think? They, they got rid of Ben Howland, right? Uh, yeah, they got rid of Ben Howland. Ben Howland at Mississippi State right now. Yeah, that's what I thought. So who's the, who's the new coach there? Uh, the new coach at UCLA, uh, I forgot. He, he got weird. Like, hold on. I forgot, I forgot how to pronounce that. My uncle just texted to me that. Um, UCLA. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, UCLA. I don't know. The whole Pac-12 is just kind of weird to me. Um, I kind of like Pac-12 basketball, but Pac-12 basketball, it comes on too late. Oh, yeah, Steve Alfred at uh, UCLA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, Steve Alfred is at UCLA because his son is there. Yeah, and they got the Ball Brothers in recruiting this year. Got you. I do like his son. His son is is very nice. Yeah, like I, like he's 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 like he's like white boy nice. And, and this, this he's he's sneaky athletic. Yeah, that's that's that, the that's the go to for white, white boys. Yeah, that's the go to for white players. They're sneaky athletic. Yeah, I feel and that. They got one of the ball brothers, from, uh, Chino Hills, out there. He, I, I like his. He, he was number one point guard in the uh, in the country last year, and he's nice. He's from Chino Hills, but. People are using that. People putting them over Washington. I'm like, I, I can't really go for that right now. They'll probably be top ten uh, come when the when the polls released. And I don't think that good. UCLA or Washington? UCLA. I don't okay. think UCLA is. I don't think UCLA is better than Washington. I don't think UCLA is top ten worthy. I feel that. The thing is, the thing with Pac-12, and I kind of. Stop messing with Pac-12 because I, for the last two years, I thought Oregon was going to be so good. And basketball? They, yeah, basketball. And they disappointed both times. Um, I can't say they're disappointed because Pac-12 is the football conference. And Oregon, they beat Duke last year in the tournament. Yeah. So that for, for, for a basketball school beating, a, beating another basketball school, I mean, for a football school, beating a basketball school in a tournament, that's huge for recruiting. That's true. But I'm just saying, like, I maybe I just was overrating them. Like, I thought they were, like, Elite Eight and good. No, nah, they, nah, they, they weren't Elite Eight good. No, they were they were Sweet 16, round of 32 good. Like, they were, they, were, they were middle of the pack. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought they were – I just really liked a lot of their players. Like, even going back to when they had Joe Young, like, I was like, yeah, this seems nice. And I forget the dude's name, but he wears the sleeves and he got the dreads. I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Like he's like he's nice. Like I don't and even I, I don't even know the name. Going back to Joe, Joey is my guy. I love me some Joey Buckies. Cause that's all he gets. <laughs> but he ain't getting no tick in the NBA though. Yeah, he did it. I, I still don't really know why. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. It's like it's always weird, like those those guys who just score a lot, but like Never get run in the NBA, and you just you just kind of wonder why. Like like Quinn Cook, for example. I know not to say that he just only getting buckets because he's more of a pure point guard, but like he can't even find himself an NBA roster. This why I think he didn't get a lot of clock was 
if you're gonna go to an organization, if, if you're a legit scorer and go go to an organization in NBA, you have to like score at an efficient level. He wasn't really that efficient. Like he could shoot it, but he's not like you said, he's not a true one. And he was playing behind Joe. I mean, he was playing behind George Hill. Then he then he had Monte playing the two. And he he was with Indiana. Yeah, Joe so, Young. Yeah, that's true. It it's kind of hard to like get time behind established guys already. Like right. I can give you an example, like C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum didn't get his shot until Portland got rid of everybody. Yeah. Or I would say got rid of because they lost. They lost everybody. Yeah. And well, but but he was hurt his first year, wasn't he? Yeah, he was hurt. But even even before when he before he got hurt, he wasn't playing. He was averaging like six minutes a game. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I low key thought he was gonna be a bust. You said he was gonna be a bust. Uh, I low key was. I was wondering if if CJ McCollum was gonna be a bust. I was concerned. Nah, I I, I love CJ. Like I like even before the Lehigh Duke game, I I love CJ. Like before before that game, like CJ was a killer. Yeah, that's still crazy that Duke lost to them. I could. I, I kind of knew that was gonna happen. I just didn't think that it was actually going to happen. Yeah. I, like I say, point guard play in a tournament is is huge and they was just better at the point guard position like like it was no question who was like the best player on that floor the, and Duke had Jabari that year the right. best player on that floor was CJ McCullough yeah but the crazy the crazy thing that you say um about that you know being that point guard play is the most important thing in the tournament which is very true which still boggles my mind going back a few years now how Mizzou lost to Norfolk State in the first round and they had by far the best point guards yeah, that that kind of that when you when that happens, you gotta look at coaching on that. Oh yeah, Frank Hayes is an awful coach. That's that's that's. You fact. have to look at coaching on that. And I like Frank when he was at Miami, but I, I don't know what he's doing right now. Yeah, I don't know. And then he, yeah, he he went to Mizzou. We and that team was stacked with Phil Pressey, Dixon, Kim English. Like, I, I I love Dixon because Dixon ended up transferring to Memphis. Like I, I love Phil Pressey. Like. Cause I was small when 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 he was playing when and I, I like when Phil Prince was playing like but and he was left handed so it, he was crafty he could pass it and that's another guy I thought was going to be I didn't think he was going to be great I thought he would get like legit minutes on the next level and he just never did yeah he was I think he was just too small yeah but and that's that's tough because he ended up going to Boston and Boston guys didn't tell me so it's like small guard small guard that's not gonna work yeah basically. Like you need, like if he's going to a team, you got to go to a team with a big point guard so that you can maybe play two point guard lineup or something like that. Or you got to like put them with with a two, a big two. Yeah, and Boston had neither of those. Neither, and they and they couldn't shoot, so it was just like yeah, it was just, it was really all bad. It was a bad situation. Like that's that's crazy how like it it matters what situation you go to. No, it really it really does though for real. It really does. I know- they they are legit like they have like crazy work, but it's just the situation they are in is just not going to work for them. Yeah, no, I no, I definitely feel that. So tell me, um, in terms of players, I know you already mentioned Malik Monk. Uh, I know we talked about Jason Tatum. So give me another player who you feel like is just like whether even doesn't even have to be a player who you feel like is going to be a top five pick or nothing like that. Just somebody who you know, if they're if that game's on, like I need to tune in and watch. You know what I'm saying? Like there's something exciting that's gonna happen. 
I said this a couple months ago. Devontae Graham, Kansas. Oh, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. This game. Yeah. He, he was kind of in the Bill Self doghouse for a little while. He was in the doghouse like his freshman year, freshman and sophomore year. Well, right. freshman year, I should say. Then last year came around, and I don't know if you've seen, but the, uh, the four OT game between uh, Kansas and Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, Every, yeah. I, checked, I saw that. Devontae Graham took. And it was like that from that game to the end of the year. Every big game that Kansas played in, Devontae Graham showed up. And everybody was saying Wayne Seldon is what I love Wayne Seldon. I love him. Devontae Graham was the second best player on that team last year. After, uh, what's the name? Who was there forever? Perry Yeah, Perry who was there forever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Perry Ellis is old. He lo- he just looked old. Like he came in, his hairline was was awful. He bald and it's just really bad. He need to cut that off. <laughs> yeah, he need to let that go. So before I let you go, Rich, you do we have do we have a, a national title prediction or is it too early for that? I gotta come back and, and got talk to me later. It's, oh yeah, it's too early for that. I, mm, I don't. It's it's kind of hard to like say right now because. You know, injury, injuries do happen. Injuries are all part of the game. And I, I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about because, you know, everybody says Kansas, Kentucky, uh, Duke, North Carolina. Right. And them, them are the normal schools. But this is another team that nobody's also talking about that who won the national championship. Villanova has everybody returning this year. Like, all, all their starters are coming back besides uh, Ryan Archidakio. Yeah. And he wasn't even on the team last year. Josh Hart was. Right. And he's coming. So, all their players are coming back this year, and nobody is talking about them, and they won the national championship. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, uh, they're just not, like, a sexy school to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, and this, I think why is because the Big East is not what it used to be. Liter- like, literally, it's really, it's not literally what it used to be. Like, all the teams that, like the classic Big East teams, like aren't there anymore? It's it, and it's it's because of football. Football right. and money. Right. So, but I, I don't see how people can give a national championship contender and not say Villanova, who has everybody coming back with the coach of the year, who is Jay Wright, is a top three coach in basketball. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, you can't really argue that. Um, so yeah, you know, thanks for coming on. You know, I appreciate talking to you. Um, as the season goes on, I know I'll be uh, hoping you come back on. Um, maybe next time we'll talk about some Memphis basketball a little bit. I appreciate you for having me. Yeah. Uh, we we got to talk NBA soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do got to talk NBA. Yeah, we can, we can talk NBA too. Uh, the Lakers are actually worth talking about, so maybe we can talk about that next time. <laughs> yeah, we put it on the Rockets. We finna put it on the in about an hour and a half to True. I mean, shoot, putting it on Mike D'Antoni ain't saying too much, but, hey, it's progress. When we play y'all, we going to put it on y'all, too. All right, man, don't make me hang up already. I'm just, hey. It, Come on, it, man, it, you, it, ain't no way you really believe that. You were saying all these smart things, and you had to ruin it with that dumb comment. That's that's competition right there, though. Come on. That's all that is. Come on, I don't know, but you believe that more than the people in the actual Lakers do. I probably do. <laughs> if they don't believe it, they got to get off the team. Yeah, you're right. Nah, you're right. It's, just, it's that simple. Nah, but that, Kawhi is a problem right now, and I, I got to say I was wrong. About wow. Kawhi? 
Yeah. No, or were you one of those system system player play pool? No, I'm not one of them, but I didn't think he was going to be this good. <laughs> yeah, no. To be honest, I don't even know if I thought he was going to be this good. Like, he looks scary. Yeah. No, he, he looks scary. I don't know. He just... He looks scary. Know. I'm talking about back-to-back 30.5 steal games. He had 10 the other night. That's what... He made Ben McLemore look like a, a child. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like he really like he was really bullying him. Like it was it was actually really so, bad. It's like that's like that's like you getting beat up in the in the schoolyard every day. <laughs> like you you, you get just, dropped off and you just know. Coming more, you keep losing. Like that's sad. Yeah, poor poor Ben Macmore. I thought he was gonna be good, and then he just end up on the Kings. And yeah, that's another guy who 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 can play was just in a bad situation. Right. I don't know what they're doing out there. Please get DeMarcus Cousins out of there. Yeah. If well, he won't, we got to ask for him in L.A. All right, man. Let me let, let me get you out of here because you, you over here talking that nonsense now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Man. Uh, we'll, 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 dis- we'll discuss this later. We'll discuss this another time. We need, a sure. whole, we need a whole new podcast for that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'll be looking forward to coming on again. All right, good shit, bro. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Can I say one more thing? Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, follow me, two girls on Richard, and hey, I love you, baby. <laughs> That's real. Real love right there. That's that black love. No time in Yep. Better, bro. All right, man. Hope y'all enjoyed the interview. Um, you know, I'm going to try and stay... Um, more consistent with these kind of things, uh, you know, life's just, uh, life's been coming at me kind of fast, uh, so, you know, I'm just doing my best to keep up with it, um, I appreciate those who, you know, continue to stick with me, um, you know, be on the lookout for some more episodes, uh, I, I don't, see, I don't want to be a liar and, and commit to some dates, um, but, you know, soon enough I'll be back on the schedule, um, for those who are who are continued to show their interest in listening, um, again, you can catch me on Twitter at Rodney's Reports. Um, let me know what you think. You know, let me know if you want to come on the show. We can make something happen. Let me know um, anything really, both good and bad. Uh, so yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. You know, I appreciate it.